host of Victorious Liberty Broadcast, right here on the Take It to the Max Global Network. I am your host, Larry Levi. And 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. So if you're not experiencing victory in your life today, you tune into the right broadcast, because every time this broadcast is aired, I'm going to be giving you something that's going to help you live your life victoriously every day. Hallelujah. And I am also a representative of a global store called Victorious Christian Living as well. Right now we're online and our products are online at www.vclstore.com. Father's Day is vastly approaching, so we are still taking orders to try to get product out for the fathers. So you want to show your appreciation to your fathers and your spiritual fathers, go to our website at www.vclstore.com. Well, today's broadcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about what's been going on in our world today. Today's message is going to be time for change. So, I mean, you might look at that and may think about what I'm going to speak on, but make sure you hold on and listen all the way to the end because it may be undoubtedly different than you think on what I'm going to say. The the avenue that we're, we're talking about, you know, as far as, I mean, first we had the coronavirus. Now we're, we're, we're into a, a different area of uh, social injustice, racism. And it's funny how, um, I mean, I taught a message a few weeks ago, a broadcast on church, remember your training. And it's funny how we're, we're back in that same area. And in this, this could be remember your training part two, because church, you really have to remember what you've been trained to do. What are we trained to do? You know, I, I was talking with uh, one of my kids and, and I said, uh, it's funny how people use the Bible to speak about seeking justice, social injustice, but they use all of the old Testament scriptures and the old Testament terms. I don't have no problem with protesting and which I believe your voice should be heard. You should, you should do it on a peaceable scale. You should do it without any rioting, looting, because that is not of the Bible. And Jesus did not talk about that. The Bible doesn't talk about that. I mean, he tells me that my enemy, which is Satan, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So if I'm stealing and if I'm destroying, then there's no way that my father is God. He's telling me that my father is is of the devil. You may not like that statement, but it is what it is. If you're stealing and you're destroying things, how is that of God the Father when he doesn't do that? He said he comes for to give us life and life more abundantly. So if we're not uplifting that life, if we're not enhancing that life, then how are we 
listening to God the Father. And that's another subject, and that's another sermon for another day. But where one thing we have to remember as the church, and I'll say this on the on the on the last part of that is, is this: if you're the church and you're out there looting, you're out there stealing, and you're out there destroying property because of a social injustice, then you need to go back to your knees, get back to the altar, and find out. Where is your life going to be after this life is over with? Come to grips with the fact is that if it's not, if you're doing those things that are contrary to the word of God, then I tell you right now, take a hard look at yourself and say, if I die today or tomorrow, where would I go? Because you need to know that you need to come to grips with that. Okay. But in the other outside of that, all you know, the peaceable riding or the peaceable um, protesting and stuff like that. Tell me what would Jesus do in this situation? You want to say, okay, well, I think he would do this. Thing. No, you go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John as he's giving you the example of what he would do in this situation. And whatever he does in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can guarantee that's what he wants us to do today. Amen? Because we have to understand this. There is a spiritual war that's going on. Yes, there, there's social injustice that's taking place. There are viruses that are trying to attack. This is a spiritual war. Understand that this is the enemy that is launching out attacks they're not in the atmosphere anymore. It is, it's, it's on the surface. And we as the church, yes, we need to bond and com- and combine ourselves and get together and pray. Because guess what? You We can protest. We can march. You can do all those things and nothing gets changed. But I tell you right now, if you go into the spirit of and you go into a church, and they are in, in interceding and you get some people together and you bind them together and you intercede on the behalf of the situation and the circumstances and the things that are going on in the atmosphere, things that are going on in the White House, things that are going on around your in your uh, in your community. I guarantee you. You pray with some fervency, you pray for some pray with some tenacity. I guarantee you that it will change. You want laws change? Go to your knees. You want things, situations change? Time to go to our knees. See, we're looking at something to be a last resort when it should be the first resort. Can I get a witness out there? That should be your first resort. And it's funny how we, how we as a church, we got so many people that are protesting and they're marching and they're doing all these things in the in thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. But when it comes to intercessory prayer, you get five people here. You get three people here. You can make four people here. That tells me that the body of Christ hasn't realized that they are in a spiritual battle. This is a spiritual war. And that the only way you can conquer the enemy of our soul that Jesus told us to, he said one could put a thousand of flight to 10,000. He says, if two or three of you shall agree upon anything on the earth. That means come in agreement in prayer. 
He said, make a prayer of it. Not only will I go into action, not only will my father go into action, but it shall be done. So he didn't put no asterisk by it. He didn't say, if you pray, accept this. If you pray, but uh, maybe this won't happen. If you pray right now, then you know what? Give it a little while. I'll be able to get to it because I got I got millions of millions of prayers are coming in every time, every day. So I'll get to it when I can. No, he didn't say that. He says two or three of you gather together in my name and you make a prayer of it. My father goes into action. Granted, I paraphrase it using the, 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 uh, the message Bible, but that's what he's saying. So you want to see that change? This is the way we're going to change it. This is the way I'm telling you. I'm imploring you as the church. This is the way we're going to get that thing done. Because this is how Jesus told us to. I know we were utilizing scriptures and everything else, but I, but I mean, isn't Jesus the same man that walked through where he would, where the Pharisees and Sadducees were trying to throw him off a cliff and he just slipped right through them. Didn't say a word. This is the same man that looked before where Pilate says, this is an injustice. Why, why don't you do something? Why don't you say something? He didn't want to crucify him. And he said, you, you can't take my life from me. The authority is on me. I have to lay it down. Do you understand that I can, I can summon 12 legions of angels at any moment. 12 legions of angels can be summoned by the voice that, or the words that come from his mouth. It's the same thing that should be happening with us. Amen. Well, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody, are you ready to take it to the max? Your leading premier radio station is here to help you maximize your vision, value, and voice for a greater impact. Ready to be a guest? Looking to have a show? Need your music heard? Join us every day, 24-7, on the Max Global Radio Network, hosting our weekly Life and Business channel, Praise and Worship, and Take It to the Max Jazz, right here on the Max Global Radio Network, 24-7, 365. Thank you for tuning in to the Take It to the Max Global Radio Hallelujah. Network. Well, welcome back to today's broadcast. I'm just sharing my heart today, especially on the things, the events that's going on in, in our in our world today. And I, it's funny, I could say in our state, in our nation, but it, this is this has affected the world. And Jesus, what would be his stance if he was here today? Because guess what? He still is. He's still talking. He's still ministering. He's still preaching. He's still through his spirit, through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. He's still giving us direction and unction. Are we listening to it, though? Are we really listening to it? Because let me tell you something. One of the things with what is, what is racism? What is really racism when we think about it? Racism is nothing but a form of the spirit of division. Racism wants to divide and wants to conquer. Now, I'll say this. I can't tell. I can't say anything what's going on in the world. I can't say what's going on outside of the body of Christ. I can't. 
because guess what? They're going to do what their what their what their father, which is the devil, is going to tell them to do. They're going to react and 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 say, and they're going to do, and they're going to have uh, all kind of rioting and stuff like that. Because why? That's what their father, the devil, would tell them to do. But I'm going to speak to the church on this matter. There is no way in the world that we can allow the spirit of division to come into the household of God. We are the body of Christ and we have to react and do as Jesus would do. As the body of Christ, we can't let that subtle spirit of division come in and try to divide and conquer the household of God. Because guess what? When it does that, the one thing it will do is it will hinder he will hinder the anointing that flows in that house. It will hinder the anointing that's flowing in your in your life. There could be people that are are there that need a healing touch, maybe going through cancer, maybe going through diabetes, maybe going through heart disease, heart failure, congestive heart failure, whatever it may be, and need a healing touch. That division will hinder the anointing from flowing in that house. Can I get a witness somewhere? It will hinder the anointing from flowing and he can't flow the way he wants to flow. Why? Because there's division from the head all the way to the back pew. We can't let that subtle spirit of division come in and destroy and hinder and stop the flow of the spirit of God from flowing and directly working within the body of Christ. We can't. There are too many souls that are at stake our stake right now. There are too many people that are unemployed right now. They need answers to questions that they don't have. They need direction in ways that they don't know how to get direction in. But if the church does not stop with the spirit of division, because that's all racism is, the spirit of division to come in and, and completely decapitate what the spirit of God has been doing. We can't let it happen. We cannot let that happen in the household of God. Now it's time for us right now to rise up above that. There's nowhere, there's nothing wrong with stating your opinion, but if you're going to state it, you make sure that the it is is not contrary to what the word of God is saying. It is not contrary to what Jesus is saying, what Jesus would say. One thing my, my mother used to tell us is this, and I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase, or I'm going to speak of what she said, but I, I'm going to refer back to what something I said earlier. She said, you know what? There's nothing wrong with if you can't do something. You know, all of us are not perfect. There are things that we're, some of us are good at. Some of the things that we're not good at. I have no problem with that. But if you show me that you can do it, that if you put a little bit of effort into it and that you can do it the right way, I'm going to expect you to do it the right way every time. And then if you say, I don't have time to do this because I need this, that, and this, I got to do this, I got to do that. But then you make time for stuff that doesn't make any sense to. You make time for other things. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, wait, wait a minute. Now you said you didn't have any time to do this, but you got time to do stuff outside of what I asked you to do. Now I'm going to expect you to make time to do what I asked you to do. That's the same way in the body of Christ right now. So you, you don't have time to pray. 
You don't have time to get to Sunday morning prayer, Sunday morning prayer meeting. You don't have time to get to the end of the week prayer meeting that's happening during the week. You don't have time to get to intercessory prayer where all these things that can be laid out and prayed in the spirit and prayed in, not just in tongues, but in praying in English, but praying in, a, in, a, in agreement and see things change. But you have a lot of time to protest. There's a lot of time to walk around. It's a lot of time to spend on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter about things that are going on around it. But you don't have time to get the prayer. I think God's got a different expectation that you're not abiding by. And you need to abide by it. You need to listen to what the Spirit of God is saying to you. And I'll tell you right now, if Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is controlling you to that extent where you can't go one day without speaking about this stuff here and not speak about what God is doing in the earth today and not speak about how good God is and not speak about how the Spirit of God is is telling you and showing you and teaching you stuff by His Spirit, contrary to what's going on in the world, then maybe it's time for you to let go of social media. Maybe it's time for you to completely evaporate, take, take yourself off of social media for a while until you can train your mind and your fingertips to do only what God is telling you to do. Maybe it's your time. Maybe you need to fast that for a while, not, not just a week, not three days. Maybe you need to fast it for a month. Until you can get some things right spiritually. Because, as I said earlier, this is not a natural war that can be won in the natural. This is a spiritual war that can be only won in the spirit. And it can be changed. He said, well, I don't know how that's going to change. it. I don't know. We've been praying a long time, but, but I haven't seen anything change. Have you really been praying? Or have you been complaining? Because see, we can get on our knees and call it prayer, but it could be gossip. It could be complaining. It could be fear. It could be worry. It's not prayer. Not the prayer of faith. So you can't tell me that if you pray with the, in the prayer of faith and then you get somebody else to join along with you and then you get some more other people to join along with you in faith, praying in faith, Believing what the word says shall be done. Using his name, the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus, that every knee shall bow. Racism is a name. Cancer is a name. Diabetes is a name. COVID-19 is a name that has to bow of the name of Jesus. I see. I bet you, you will see a change. I guarantee you, not bet you, I guarantee you, you'll see a change. Because if I can walk out of my house and I can look at clouds that are completely dark and knowing that I got to walk three miles to get my car, which just happened a few days ago where I had to, I had to go get my car because it was getting uh, worked on and I had to walk three miles to go get it. And I looked at my clouds and I said, I need to call somebody. Because those clouds are dark. It's going to rain within minutes. You could tell it that it's going to not just rain. It's going to be an outpour. It's going to be a storm that's going to take place. But on the inside of me, he says, 
why don't you take authority over the air like I've given you authority? That it will not rain until you get in your car to come home. You know what? You're right. So within a matter of seconds, I took authority over the power of the air. I took authority over the rain and the weather in Jesus name. And I commanded it will not cease. It will not rain until after I get in my car and come home. Let me tell you, my brain was telling me, man, you better call somebody right now to come take you. Because as I'm walking the first mile, it's getting darker and darker. I mean, it's at 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and it looked like it was at least 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I, so I know it's about to pour. You can say it. And then I stand the second mile. You know what? My mind tried to look at my eyes, tried to, and I told my eyes, you will not focus on that. You will not focus on that. You'll focus on what your prayer was. You'll focus on that the word says, according to Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, we said into the mountain, commanded to be removed and commanded to be cast in the sea without any dark, without any doubt. We believe whatever we say is going to come to pass. I have whatsoever I say. And that's what I spoke. And that's what I looked upon. And in Jesus name, I, I was determined to see it done. And I'll tell you right, right now, soon as I got the paperwork from the car deal, the car dealership, Soon as I put the key in the door to open up the door, it outpoured. I mean, completely like it, like it's been, it had been held up and then complete, a complete release of rain took place. Now you say, well, that had nothing to do with it. No, yes, it did. When I spoke it, according to his word, he said it has to come to pass. And guess what? You are not going to take that from me. It came to pass exactly how I said it. What more can we be doing every single day? And that's just me. I just prayed by myself. That's just me putting a thousand a flight. What about two ten thousand? What about three hundred thousand? What about four a million a flight? Let's get into unity and get back together, church. Time now to take our eyes off the natural. And take our eyes and put our eyes in the spirit and let our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes be the focal point and let the spirit of God rule and reign and tell you the things that's going on so that you will not be denied and you will not be left behind on what God is doing in this earth today. You want answers? That's where you answer. Get, get your answers off on your on your knees, not Google them, get them on your knees. The Holy Spirit know every answer to every question, but he's waiting for you to come and seek him for it. Maybe your calling is to protest. You never know, but he's going to give you direction where the glory doesn't go to the protest, but go to him at all times. Amen. Because if all the million people are out there protesting, somebody's got to be getting somebody saved. Somebody's got to be out there getting somebody healed. Somebody's got to be out there getting somebody delivered and restored and set free because they're out there protesting, but their marriage is falling apart. Their finances are falling apart. Their children are falling apart and they have no church home. Somebody's got to be going out and reaching these people that are out there. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that's today's broadcast. I hope you received everything that was coming in. 
But I'll tell you right now, if you are one of those people that don't know Jesus, now is the time for you to do that. Now is the time. So I'm not going to give you an option to think about it. I'm just going to tell you right now, I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come into my life today. I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. I want to make heaven my home. I renounce the devil and all his works. And I thank you right now for saving me, healing me, and restoring me. I'll serve you all the days of my life. Me and my household. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you said that prayer, I want to welcome you into the family of God. And I want to thank you right now for tuning in. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't have a church home and you can't find it, email us. Go to my website and email me. We will help you find a church home that's teaching the uncompromised word of God to help you in this journey called a Christian walk. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thanks again for tuning in to today's broadcast. My name is Larry Levi, and I hope you tune in next week as we give you something else to help you live your life victoriously every day.